All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's edition of Don Jerry's Grapevine Podcast. And we know, Dad, we know everybody's right in the middle of swing of things in the playoffs. And uh, But we're going to do something a little bit different. Yeah, and we're going to have Guy Lafleur. We're going to have the whole uh, Don Cherry's Grapevine. We're going to have the whole interview of him, which is great. I remember saying to him, and I still think it was offside. I said, Lemaire is offside. And, uh, on that goal. And on that time. goal that he tied the game up, and I had put too many men on the ice. Goes, no, no, but you know, I have to say something first of all. As I remember Ralph Mellonby saying to me, Don, let's go down to Buffalo and see uh, Canadians play. I said, uh, you know, I didn't want to go down. So I went down when Ralph Mellonby said, you went down, you went down with him. So we drove down, and I remember Jacques Lemaire was the coach for uh, Canadians. He put him on twice, put him on twice in the first period. I don't know how many times. He didn't put a play much in the thir- second and third. And I turned to Ralph, and I said, he'll be gone by Christmas. I said, Guy Lafleur will not put up with that. And he was gone. I think so what I, do you think his reasoning was? He was mad at him for some reason? I have no idea. I couldn't understand. Here was a guy that got, what, he's 60 goals? Or something? Yeah, 50, 60 goals. Sure. And he, he kind of gives uh, Lemaire a little shot in the interview. What did he say? Well, you were talking about that the line, and he says, well, I had 50-some goals, and he goes, Shut had, uh, he goes, Steve had 60 goals, which was Steve Shutt. And then he said, uh, he says, uh, Lemaire could have got 60 goals, but he didn't want to have the pressure on him. So that's a little bit. <laughs> well, of a I shock. didn't know about that. Yeah. But so I- the funny thing was, we talked a lot about Guy how he he's um, shy. So he was. It took. It takes him about a couple of minutes to get into the interview because he was a little nervous. Cause he was a little nervous. And imagine Guy Lafleur, and he and, and he was funny. He said to me, "I said, well, I still think it was offside." He says, "No, Donnie, no Donnie." <laughs> funny how to- all the French guys call you Donnie, eh? Yeah, I never thought of that. And he said, no, Donnie, he says it was onside. (laughs) And everybody laughed. So the two other guests, we did three shows that night. We had Kenny Reardon. Kenny Reardon. Kenny Reardon and Dick Irvin. Holy smoke. Three shows in one night. And and Ken Reardon was my hero of all time. I must tell us. Were you nervous about meeting him? Oh, yeah. Anyhow, we're going to have Guy Lafleur. Right, and he he had an energy drink called... Flower Power. Oh, Flower Power. So yeah. he was ahead of his time. So, Tim, what year would this interview have been? 1991. And we. 91. Right. So, we. This was in the uh, Mississauga Don Cherry's Grapevine restaurant. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And again, one of the things when we had that Dick Irvin and Kenny Reardon and Guy Lafleur were coming, we sold out in like. Two minutes. Well, they didn't know who Kenny Reardon was, but they knew who Dick Irvin was. Yeah. He was on Hockey Night in Canada. People that don't know, that was quite the event. I mean, that was a big restaurant, and it was quite the thing. You could you could come and have a beautiful steak dinner or pasta dinner before the shows and see three shows being taped. It was <laughs> quite the event. Uh, it was. It really was something. And, a lot Guy, of fun. and we had on Guy Lafleur. Molson's Don Cherry's Grapevine, brought to you by Molson's Export. There's nothing halfway about it. X says it all. And Quaker State, one tough motor oil. This week of the Grapevine, we have the flower, Hall of Famer, the great Guy Lafleur. Kenny Redden, put it there, Kenny's 
Memorable, I had to word, use that word, memorable that Gee did. As do if I, I didn't know. Do I have to remind you? Do I? As if I didn't know. No. Let me say this. Three goals in the first period in Minnesota, one night in eight minutes. I'll settle for that. that you're not going to talk about the other one, I'll eh? let them out. It's your show. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> what do you remember? Well, about him. Not so much what he did uh, scoring-wise, but his physical appearance on the ice with the blonde hair fly and yeah. then the speed and the way he could whip the puck from the blue line and pick the far corner. He was a terrific... Well, I know that goal. You know, um, i got to tell you, Bobby Orr is my absolute famous, and I, I think he's the greatest hockey player. But the second guy, and I shouldn't say this because he killed me so many times, uh, is, is Guy Lafleur. He could do things like you say, his presence there. We've got a blue movie, and while we're having the blue movie... And watching it, we're going to have a little flower power. Okay, right, Kenny right, and Deca, all right, let's pour right, right here. Right. And you people, too bad you don't have any. All right, flower power, let's run the blue movie right now. All right. Eelachler <laughs> was one of the greatest hockey players ever to play this game. Listen to these stats, folks. In 961 games, he scored 518 goals and assisted on 728 for 1,246 points, the most by any Montreal Canadian. In 124 playoff games, he had 133 points, scored the most points by any have in a season, 1-3-6, 60 goals in a season, most points in one season, including playoffs, 162. He was a driving force of those great Montreal clubs in 1976, 77, 78, and 79, which won the Cup four times in a row. He scored the tying goal in the playoffs in the dying seconds of the seventh game against the Bruins in 1979. And the Habs went on to beat the Bruins in overtime, costing that great Bruin coach's job. All-star, Hall of Famer, Guy Lafleur. been something they would every... no more come back guys no they're not coming back they're not coming back no matter how hard but it must have been something when you went to the other i've never seen that before gretzky goes in the other buildings and they boom even the bobby orr my hero and and they booed him in toronto but everywhere you went every building gee gee it must have give you a great feeling it's a great feeling uh, it's something that you don't expect first of all and uh, when you go there, it's something that you really appreciate. Yeah, and they and they all loved you. Now, where were you born, or where were you raised? I was born in uh, Turso. Uh, it's near uh, All in Ottawa, about 25 miles along the Ottawa River. I was raised there. It's a small town, about 2,500 people. And you went to play junior hockey, and I understand and it was between 
you were going to go between Montreal and Quebec. What happened there? Well, I preferred Quebec because uh, I played the Peewee tournament there in oh, Quebec yeah. City when I was 10, 11, 12. So, uh, you liked I, it there, eh? I liked it very much. And I understand everywhere you were like Gretzky and Lindros now and Bobby Orr, everywhere you went, they were jammed, A and Junior, all the time. A lot of pressure not, on Not it. at the beginning, though. No, not the, no, no you at the start? We draw uh, two, three hundred people when we first started. So uh, we draw my last uh, three years junior. We started to draw well. And who was your hero? Jean Beliveau. And your favorite team? Well, me. <laughs> I don't get paid much for this show. But anyhow, you were in junior, and uh, it was a lot of difference. You usually had to stay. You didn't come, and you came to... Canadians and Sammy Pollock pulled a few strings. You remember the strings he pulled, or don't, didn't they tell you? The first. Uh, well, Backstrom. Remember he uh, sent Backstrom out to LA for the first round with, draft choice? Uh, Carol Vadney, too, I think. Yeah, Carol Pollock, that. Yeah. He's uh, one of my best friends, <laughs> I'll tell you that. See that ring? See that ring there? Yeah, what year was that? That was 68, uh, 69. That put the diamonds in for me. Great guy. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, the cameramen. They're all mad at me, anyhow. All right. Now, you scored 28 goals and, and 21 goals, but they say you didn't play so good. What, what happened there? I think uh, my first three years, I didn't have uh, the ice time, first of all. We always complain about ice time. Uh, and also, I had a lot of pressure. Jean Beliveau just uh, retired the, the same year as I got there. And it was um, kind of a tough. Yeah. And uh, they told me, first of all, Scotty told me, he said, you're going to play our style. So I didn't know really what was their style <laughs> those days. <laughs> so I had to learn, and everybody went through a tough time their first year when they, for the Montreal Canadiens. So. Yeah, well, at Cornway A was the same thing. I think yeah. everybody went. Uh, and uh, I know this will make me happy that uh, you, for, you took your helmet off and you just blossomed after that, right? Yeah. I was practicing without it. and. Uh, it was all uh, in between the years, I think. Uh, I was doing a lot better without it in the practice and uh, said to myself, I said, hey, I'm not going to wear it in the game. And you took off this. Well, it's too heavy anyway. Yeah, I know, they're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, you started to roll when uh, you and Shutt and Peter Mahalovic yeah. got together. I remember yeah. talking to Stevie Shutt and, and they told yeah, me that. Yeah, we used to call ourselves the donut line. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Peter was pretty good though, Peter right? Peter was pretty good for, for us. He really helped us. Kept to, you loose. Uh, yeah. Very loose. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after the games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't thought of that. Now, but rings really started to click when Lemaire got in there, right? He's doing well with Peter. Uh, Lemaire got there after, and uh, that's where we first started to score 50 goals, me and Steve. Yeah. Because Jacques Lemaire didn't want to score 50 goals. It was too, too much pressure on him. Yeah, and, he, and then he got 60. Eh? Highest uh, shot, highest scoring left winger of all time. Yeah. But back then, you guys had a great defense. I mean, uh, Savard and those guys. Savard, uh, Larry Robinson, Guy Lapointe. Uh. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to throw a kind of a curve at you. I always thought Lapointe was as good as any defenseman I've ever seen. And he never, he never ever got the credit no, that Robinson and Savard got. Why is that, I wonder? I, I didn't understand why the other, the other two guys got the credit, because yeah. uh, we had great offensive. That's why they look good, these guys. Yeah, oh, that was it. That was that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, I, I never had the, the credit. Gila Point was uh, one of the our key guys on the on the team with Search of Art. He used to kill us all the time. He was the guy on the point in the power play that when we'd key in on all the time because he had that low shot. The other two guys make the Hall of Fame, and this guy's never mentioned. Yeah. Oh well, that's it. Now, anyhow, the no skin off my nose. That's how I'd say that. But, uh, we'll vote for him. Yeah, we'll vote for him. Danny Galvin, I know you're watching. 
vote for him. Now, anyhow, I remember our very first year in the finals against you. Now, I don't know if you would remember, but it's burned in my memory. I was all excited. We're in the finals and everything. Now, we're in overtime. Montreal, what else happens? The puck is in the far left-hand corner. You're there. Do you remember what happened on that play with Al Sims? You don't remember what happened on that play? I'll tell you what happened because I never remember. I, I, I think he passed it to me. Passed it to you? I guess he did. I'll tell you what happened. And he's upset because he didn't, he didn't get any assist. Though. Yeah, yeah, he got it. <laughs> in the bench and we're doing okay in overtime you guys are lucky you're in our end and uh pucks in the corner i went boom yeah yeah and, uh, something like that I, all of a sudden i see him pass it to gee it's out in front it's in the net so i go to sims after and i said what'd you kick the puck to why'd you do that he's the referee told me to yeah <laughs> i said you have to kick it to gee lafleur of all guys anyhow the next year you kill me again and uh, overtime against Cheevers. Tell us how that happened. Overtime in 79? Was it the yeah, 79 one? No, not, the, the, not the, the one. I'm going to show it oh, to you. Oh, the one with... Seaton uh, along yeah. the ice. Cheevers was in the net. Remember that one? Yeah. Well, we're going to refresh your memory. Blues got it. Here it is. You break my heart again. Here's the big bird yeah. going now. Watch this. He makes a little deep. Now, tell us what happened here. Well, I just closed my eye and I let it go. <laughs> Something more than that. It was the short side. I, I couldn't get the side. Just, just let her go, eh? All right, now we're going to talk about uh, one that I, everybody tells you. And I'm walking along the street in Montreal, Toronto. They come up to me and say, Don, there's a game I remember. Now, see, let me tell you. Let me I guess. It's 1979, right? Now, now, tell us what went through your mind. It's a minute and 15 yeah. seconds to go. So tell, you tell us what happened. A minute 15 uh, left in the third period. We're getting beat 3-2, uh, and uh, we're out of it. Curtains for everybody, you guys. Everybody said uh, we're losing it, and we better uh, start to pack. And suddenly, uh, whoops, Jonathan jumped on the ice, and you got <laughs> cut too many guys. There he is again. That's Thank right. you, John. Yeah, yeah. But uh, tell us how the play started now. You picked it up in your own end, right? Yeah, I gave it to Lemaire, and uh, Lemaire went inside the blue line. About maybe Looked offside to me, too. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, 25, 25 feet inside, drop it back, and uh, Gilles Gilbert was in the net. Yeah, he'd played great up until then. He still talked to me about it in Quebec City. Does he? Yeah. Well, right along the ice again. When you get yeah. in there, you hum there all along the ice all the yeah. time. Did Close my it, eye again. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> you guys always close the eyes. All right, Blue, you ready? You're going to show it this time. And it's, uh, uh, she likes to see me suffer, but this seems to go on all the time. We're going to roll it right now. All right, roll it, Blue, right now. Before winding up. Leads Lemaire. Look offside. Back to the floor of the shot. But I'll tell you, those series between, they were really great series between Montreal and Boston. between both teams. Uh, it's funny because when I first came up with the team, uh, I was watching the, the final in the 71 that the Montreal win. Yeah. They were losing, I think, five something. Again? Or, yeah. They did it again? 
That's it. You guys, uh, they say the ghost. Now, one thing I got to ask, and, and you know, you you were always, guys always kind of took it easy. No, I should not take it easy, but nobody had ever cheap shot you, which I thought was pretty good. But one guy on our team was Milbury. What did you and Milbury have going there? I remember even oh. in Team Canada, he was after you. Yeah, I didn't Whoa. do nothing to him. Maybe. <laughs> uh, if I did something, I don't remember. Well, I, I, I used to wonder, what the hell is he doing out there to you? But I kind of liked it for a little while. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Now, I've always wanted to ask you this. I've never had nerve to ask. You and him were going at it one game, and it was, the, I think it was the second game. Uh, and you'd won that game, too, and it was about a minute to go, and you took the puck and shot it. And it looked like you shot it at his head, no, didn't you? I would never do that. Uh, <laughs> seriously. You didn't mean to? No, I didn't, I didn't uh, want to uh, hit him or whatever, just to scare him. Oh, <laughs> I, uh... They said they were going to kill you and all that stuff and everything. You just said, you just yeah, laughed. Yeah, we went to Boston and Winsink and... Remember Winsink? But that, right after that, that was... Uh, now, tell us what you remember of the Bouchard-Jonathan fight. Pierre Bouchard, Stan well, Jonathan. Bouchard was at the end of his shift. Yeah. And Is that the end of it? Stan jumped on the ice, was fresh, and they went at it. And Pierre stepped on a stick. Oh, jeez. That's the last. He got hit good, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, was the, he was at the end of his shift, all right? He was the end of his career, too, I'll tell you that. I remember he said uh, they went to Pierre after. What a great guy he is, too. He's a great he sense of humor. He works for Sassoir Noir, or what do they call that? Hockey Night in Canada. Something like That's that. That's what it's like. I don't know, something like that. Something like that. Hey, uh. Like, uh, they said to him, he said, do you think you'll ever play again? He says, yeah, if I take up the organ. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember the time, Scotty used to, uh, you, were, uh, you guys, after you score a goal in the playoffs, everybody would jump on the ice. Remember that? Jump around you. Uh, the other guys to, give, to give the guy a break, to yeah. make them rest. Yeah. And, and, you and guys did it too. Yeah, but wait, here's what happened. So my brother sees this and he says, look, Scotty's got a thing going every time that, you know, they, they all jump on. He says, if they score against you, you guys all jump on and congratulate Cheevers. Remember that one? <laughs> so that's so they score the first goal. They all jump on. All our guys jump on. There's 40 guys jumping around the ice like that. Remember that? Dave Newell. What's going on here? So stop those jerks. All right. Now you had, you, you used to, now Gretzky had Samiko to protect them. And uh, Clark Gillies was for Bossy. And I often wondered what, and it used to take a lot of abuse. Of all the guys I've seen. Especially from you guys. Yeah, I know. Well, we did our best, but you bugger, you always closed <laughs> you your well. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. No, but you never had a guy to protect you. No. Why come? I don't know. It was the, uh, I could defend myself. I didn't fight. I didn't have too many fights in the NHL, but uh, uh, I think it was a lot easier to play when you're scared. You skate faster, and it's a lot tougher to get. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed when in Team Canada, we get into that. Team Canada, you used to get down early. Bobby Clark used to get down early. Bobby Why Orr. would you get, uh, and Bobby Orr, Bobby used to get down Bobby, at 2. Bobby uh, in 76 was uh, my roommate. What a roommate he is, you know. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a great guy. How come you get down so early? Because uh, you don't have to answer the phone. Oh, is that it? All <laughs> that Bobby Orr, wasn't he something in that Team Canada? Remember yeah, he's picked he the most one leg, one leg and he was doing it. You know, I, I, I got to say this at the end of that. Of all the time 
uh, we give you a hard time. I never saw you ever show you were hurt, or I never ever saw you take a dive, or I never saw you complain. And I'll tell you, when you people holler gee gee, and around the league they holler gee gee, it's because he's a guy like he is. Put her there, gee boy. Yeah. Hey, Good, eh? Looks good, eh? Nice trophy and everything. Guy was great. I give, you know, remember I told Sittler how to score the goal? You do remember that, don't you? I remember. All right. Look what happens to these bloody things. Give it a close up here. Look what happened. This happened here. Look, it's all cracked. Look at that. Alan Eagleson. Mine, mine's the same, so. Is, is that it? Must have been a bad batch. Must have been a bad nickel that time. <laughs> you threw, you're telling me you threw all your trophies out? What yeah. is that? Why did you do that? Because uh, they were taking too much room. I didn't have enough room to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had that problem too, <laughs> Gee, all the time. Tell yeah. so, about what happened. You put them in the box. Is, yeah. A week later, the cops come at home with all the trophy back. I said, I can get rid of it. <laughs> so kids so he, said, so he said, uh, you got somebody breaking your house? I said, no. I said, I just put it there. He said, because we caught a, caught a, a bunch of kids with it. I said, bring it back to them. <laughs> I had that problem all the time. Me too. Yeah, me yeah. Too. I know. Why did you retire? Because Which time? <laughs> no. First time. I retired because uh, I was not too happy the way I, uh, I was uh, playing. First of all, the ice time. I was uh, playing maybe averaging six, seven minutes a game, but 20-second shift, and I couldn't do uh, nothing out there. Gee, I'm going to tell you something. So, I, I, I wasn't, but this is the truth. This is God's truth. You, your very first game, the year you retired, you opened up on the road in Buffalo. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. See, we didn't talk this over or anything. Ralph Mellon and I drove down to Buffalo from Toronto, and the first period, if you remember, you took a regular shift, and you were dynamite. You were the best player on the ice. I didn't play after that. And the second and third period, you never got on the ice. And I, I swear, I turned to, to Ralph Malmey, I said, he'll be gone by Christmas, because you were humiliated. And, and, and I went to ask uh, Serge Savard to, to get traded. And uh, he said, we can't trade you. And, and Go you, and talk to Lemaire. I went to talk to Lemaire. And the day uh, I played against uh, Detroit. Detroit, we were playing against Detroit. Uh, Lemaire had a meeting with him uh, in the morning. He said to me, he said, well, you're going to play in a power play. I wasn't playing in a power play anymore. No. You play in a power play, you double shift, and you kill panties. <laughs> so there's something wrong. Yeah, all of a sudden. But uh, I played a little bit in the first, and in the second period, I didn't maybe one shift. And I decided between the second and the third that it, this yeah. is it. Well, I knew, I knew you were gone. I couldn't believe it. Now you made a comeback. Why the comeback? Because I played for the old-timers. Uh, Steve Shutt, Daryl Settler, and we played across Canada. And uh, we were playing maybe 50 to 60 games uh, a winter. And, uh, you get in shape, yeah. you're 12 guys, you're always on the ice, you just feel like a kid out there. And a lot of people where I was playing, uh, they were telling me, you should be in the NHL, you should be in the NHL, you know, you're wasting your time yeah. playing with the old timer. 
So, so that's by why hearing that, the first year, second year, you said, hey, maybe they're right. Yeah. So, you give it a shot, you were skating yeah. just as well. And Dick, do you remember the first time back in Montreal? It's a very strange night. I don't know if Kenny, if anybody on a visiting team ever received the ovation that Guy did when he scored, uh, that was your first or second goal, but the goal you got on Patrick Roy was typical Guy Lafleur after all those years at Don. And I'm telling you, the Boston Guard will never cheer for another guy the way the forum cheered for him that night. Watch this third little clip. We got her, Kenny. Watch yes, this, sir. Ken. All right, watch this. Roll it blue, watch this goal. Just like everyone used to play for the Sabres, yep. uh, Vancouver and the Rangers. They phoned me up last November. Asking me if I was interested in uh, launching, uh, being part in the Thirst Quencher adventure because they had uh, only one on the market at that time. And everybody knows who it is. <laughs> and we won't say the name. <laughs> and uh, I, I asked Justin, I said, make, arrange something and come in, down to Quebec City and we'll talk about it. So I didn't want it just to be a spokesperson for the product, I wanted to be involved. And I was looking for something after my career. So that's uh, how it, it started. And well, what's uh, different, uh, what is this, cherry here? I got orange. That's fruit punch, orange, lemon, lime, lime, and citrus. It's good stuff, I'll tell you that. Okay, I want one it's thing. It's better than the other one. Oh, <laughs> the other one, you can't believe it's better than the other one, I'll tell you that. Now, you remember the World Tournament fast. Tell me about uh, the yeah. World Tournament, remember that? The World Tournament, we got beat by Edmonton. So we stayed up all night, flew the next day to uh, Montreal, packed. Go to we went to yeah. Garden Bird or uh, whatever it was. You remember remember the Turkey came to us said uh, you're playing tonight. Remember that? Yeah, we've been up for 48 hours. I said whoops. And remember the remember remember the guy that hit you? I don't remember. No. <laughs> I almost grabbed the coach and punched I woke, him up. I woke up at the hospital. Everybody was speaking Swedish to me. I said whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this is great stuff, Kenny. Get this is great stuff. Well, that was a lot of fun having Guy Lafleur on, and he was a little nervous at the start. But boy, he he got into it, kid, kid me, and uh, he stayed after. He was shy, and I I know he was shy. He stayed after and had his picture taken and, and yeah, signed signed, on. signed every autograph. And he was a great guy, and you could understand it. Yes, I re I met him, and uh, all I'd have to say is I don't know his hockey ability was something, but he was a real gentleman. He was uh, he, he was a great and, guy. When I think of Guy Lafleur, and I've said it before, and I said I think I said it at the last show, his hair flying out the back, and he used to have long hair. He had to be flying out the back, and the sweaters fluttering. That's why I used to think of Guy Lafleur. <laughs>